All right, cool. How you doing, everyone? Great to see you tonight. Uh, how about a big smile? There you go. Good stuff. Hey, why don't you grab your seats? Uh, it's a real honor to be with you tonight, and uh, I love your pastors, Pastors Rick and Naomi. Who thinks they're amazing pastors? Anyone? Oh, yeah. Come on, let's give it up for them. Let's give them a great clap. Just honor them tonight. And uh, love your pastors. I've known them for, uh, for many, many years now. And in fact, the uh, reason why we kind of know each other after all these years is because when he was a youth pastor, I was a youth pastor, which was just about two years ago, right? And, um, and so, uh, so it's just great to see uh, just what's happening in your church and through your church. And uh, I think your pastors are absolutely amazing. I think that you've got some of the greatest pastors in all of New South Wales, and I uh, hope that you never get familiar with how awesome they are. And uh, also great to see Bruce Gavin. I didn't realize you were over there, Bruce, until about 10 seconds ago. Bruce is actually my cousin. Did you know that? All right. So he's the better looking version of me. Okay. And so great to see you tonight, Bruce. And so I know Bruce and his family, of course, uh, since uh, the year dot. And uh, so awesome to see you tonight as well, Bruce. So I've got a couple of young adults that are with me tonight as well from my church, Horizon Church. And so uh, guys, why don't you come up real quick? Come and stand up here so everyone can see who you are. Let's give them a great clap. Let's, uh, come on, we can clap a little bit louder now. There you go. There you go. So good. They're all very good looking, as you can tell. And... Um, and so this is Jai. So these guys, they, they serve in our young adult ministry because it's actually youth night tonight. The reason why they're not serving at youth is because they serve in young adults. And so they were, well, some of them anyway, were involved in youth leadership. So they've come to hang out with me tonight. So, so Jai uh, is one of our young adult leaders. He's a great support to me on Sundays as well. And uh, this is, uh, they're looking very scared up here. Just relax, guys. Breathe. It's okay. Yeah, that's it. You don't need to be all formal. Here you go. Give me a dab. There you go. Boom. Right. So this is, <laughs> this is Zach. And Zach's also one of our young adult leaders, uh, currently at Alpha Cruces Bible College, changing the world in Jesus' name. And uh, this is Shannon. And uh, Shannon's also involved in our young adults. And this is Millie. Now, the reason why Millie's hair looks so awesome tonight, okay, is that's because her sister got married yesterday, you see, and so we were at a wedding yesterday, and, and uh, so that was absolutely amazing, but Millie is currently uh, serving as our uh, senior minister, senior men, uh, senior, rephrase, a PA uh, in the senior men area to my wife and I, uh, and because uh, my PA is currently on maternity leave. So Millie was doing an internship, so she stepped up to the plate doing a phenomenal job. So you've been communicating, Millie, with Liz. Is that her name? Wherever you are, Liz, you are awesome. There you go. So Millie, meet Liz. There you go. <laughs> are you guys hugged before? I'm glad. I'm glad. So you're more than email friends. You become real friends, which is fantastic. But what's cool about these guys, and, uh, so, and, uh, uh, and, and in particular, I wanted to, they're all cool, but Shannon uh, gave her heart to God not that long ago. So Shannon, you are going to be the superstar tonight. So Shannon, come on down. There you go. And everyone's going to give Shannon a great clap. So there you go. So, uh, 
So Shannon has driven straight from work to here. So she's been flying along. And um, so Shannon, have you ever been to this church before? Never. It's my first time. It's her first time. And like you do with all new people, let's make Shannon feel welcome. So good. <laughs> and so Shannon, how long have you been going to Horizon Church for? Officially a year. One year. Isn't that amazing? So uh, how did you get to go to Horizon Church? Um, I saw it on Instagram through a mutual friend. So social media does work in reaching people for Jesus. So all of you guys putting up scriptures on posts and all of that, keep going because it does work, okay? So you're on social media and what did you see? Um, I actually saw um, at youth and it looked really cool and like the vibes are just heaps good. Yeah. I was like, I want to be a part of that. Um, found out that I'm too old for youth, um, but still went along and was a part of the amazing young adults ministry. So yeah. Awesome. So you rocked up, was it firstly on a Sunday or did you go to youth, uh, to young adults first up? No, I rocked up on a Sunday um, and I went to a course that um, Horizon was putting on. That was my first ever yeah. interaction with church. So, we, so you hadn't given your heart to God at that point in time and we run a course on Sunday afternoon called Right Believing, which is a new Christian course. So you may as well come along to the new Christian course, right? So you went to the new Christian course and what happened? I gave my heart to Jesus. And the rest right. is awesome. The rest is history. So how has your life changed uh, since you've been to, because that was 12 months ago, you said, right? Man, you're flying along. You're so awesome, Shannon. I thought it was like three years ago. <laughs> that is amazing. You've done so well in 12 months. That's amazing. And so how has your life changed in the last 12 months? Um, in so many different ways. Um, I've just had so many opportunities open up. Um, and just, yeah, just I walk in a different sense of peace and understanding. Um, and I take um, certain situations in a different approach. Um, and it's just really changed for the better. Yeah. That's amazing. How good is that? Come on, let's give it up for these guys tonight. Thank you, guys. You can grab your seat. You'll get your interview another time. So Zach, only, he gave his heart to God in 2014, right? So he got invited to uh, by one of our young adults and... He's doing now, he's at Alpha Crucis. How good is that? So 2014, and so these guys are amazing, and each one of them have a great call of God on their lives. So very, very cool. Good job, Shannon. Well, you can breathe now. Breathe, relax. You get to enjoy the rest of the night. Got a, a quick shout-out to my friend uh, Daniel as well, and uh, great to see you tonight, Daniel. Uh, a champion in New South Wales. So good. Well, it's so good to be here tonight, and I'm really excited to share the Word of God with you, and uh, really trusting that God's going to strengthen you, encourage you tonight, and uh, who's ready to be encouraged and challenged and strengthened tonight in the Word of God? And so tonight, um, I want to preach a message called, When God Makes Much of Little. When God Makes Much of Little. So if you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of 1 Kings chapter 17, Verse 8, 1 Kings 17, verse 8. By the way, my wife sends her love, and uh, she's with my son tonight, who is trialing for these basketball thingamajigs. And uh, so tonight was kind of like the final night, so it was like you had to be there. And uh, in, in between it all, dropping my daughter off at youth, picking her up, and uh, so she says hello. So 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 8, when you've got it, can I have... 
a good amen. There you go. All right. You ready tonight? 1 Kings 17 verse 8 says, Then the word of the Lord came to him, that is, to Elijah, says, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he went to Zarephath as he arrives at the gates of the village. He saw a widow gathering sticks, and he asked her, Would you please bring me, now watch this, a little water in a cup? So she said, as the Lord your God lives, I, only, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin. And here we go, watch this word again, and a little oil in a jar. And see, I'm gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat and die. But Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go ahead. How many of you know this was a huge step of faith for her? Don't be afraid. Go ahead and do what you've said, but make a little bread for me first. Then use what's left to prepare a meal for yourself and your son. Twelve months ago, uh, Jai came along with me and we went to America. I had a few things that I was doing there and... and, uh, One of the places I love going to in America is to Texas. Now, Texas is cool because what's great about going to Texas is that you realize that Texas, they believe that they are the capital of the United States of America. Uh, Americans uh, have big personalities. Uh, When you eat in Texas, what we would call a large steak Well, in Texas, they're going to supersize your steaks like there's no tomorrow. Uh, Everything in Texas is big. Uh, When you drive down the roads and you see the road signs on the side of the road, everything is just big in Texas. But here we have a story where God chooses not to use big. He actually chooses to use little. And so we see a story where God sends Elijah to an ordinary widow that's unknown, but yet God chooses to use this lady to uh, see a phenomenal miracle come about. You think that if Elijah was in need, that God would have sent him to a big city, uh, to a person with a lot of resource, big resource big house or even big barns, but the Bible is very clear that God uses these phrases, little water, little bread, little cake. And what tonight is about is tonight is about me inspiring you that what you may think is actually little is actually valuable in the eyes of God. What you think is actually insignificant you need to recognize tonight that from God's perspective, it's absolutely amazing. You may be a single mom tonight and you tithe faithfully on a weekly basis. And sometimes some of us may actually wonder the money that we actually give and the way that we bless and resource the house of God, does it actually make a difference? And the answer is tonight is that even though it may seem little to you, 
It may seem insignificant to you. The part that you play in running a small group or serving in kids' ministry or serving in the cafe or serving in different areas in the church and sometimes in these areas that we serve in, we wonder if they actually make an impact upon people's lives. But tonight you need to recognize that God is into little. He uses little to make a difference. He uses little to change people's lives. When Jesus came to the earth and he chose to make an impact upon this earth, he didn't choose 10,000 people and gather a massive army. All he chose was a little group of 12 people who would go and revolutionize their world. When he wanted to make a point to his disciples about how faith can work hand in hand with his power. He got five loaves and two fish. It may seem like a little, but in the hands of God, it multiplies and it has eternal effects upon people's lives. So I'm here tonight to stir you and encourage you about your little. Your little actually matters to God. And I'm here tonight to actually bring dignity to your little that if you are willing to keep going with your little in the hands of God, he can take that little and that staff can actually literally defeat and turn around a nation if you are willing to keep putting your little into the hands of God. What makes an impact in our churches is not all necessarily the big steps. I love the big steps and the big things and the big things that happen, but every single big step is in fact made up of little steps, a little faith, a little hunger for God. I keep turning up and serving in my little life group. I keep serving in that area that seems insignificant. It may be little, but in the hands of God, something amazing is happening. If you keep sowing your little. You might be a grandmother tonight and you wonder if your prayers are actually making a difference in the lives of people. It may seem insignificant to you and the enemy can even lie to us and say, well, you need to be a big personality kind of person to be used of God. Well, tonight I'm here to stir you and encourage you and to tell you that your little actually matters to God. You know, at the age of 14, I was invited to a little church. I'm going to put up a picture, if I can, guys, on on media. This is a church in Perth that I was invited to on the 25th of June, 1988. And this church is not a significant church. It is a little church. But I rocked up. I kind of came from a, a background where my parents believed in God. Uh, Every now and again, my parents would pop into church. But growing up in Perth, uh, we kind of, you know, just, uh, we we believed in God. But, you know, being Christ-centric was not really a part of our family. And my older brother and sister by then had started going to nightclubs. And that was kind of going to be the trajectory of my life. And at the age of 14, I went to a little church. It's not a church that attracts some, you know, what we would call world-class preachers. 
It's not a church that you're going to read about in the Daily Telegraph tomorrow. It is a little church. But in that little church, there were faithful people. In that little church, there was tithers. In that little church, there were musos who rocked up every single Sunday and gave of their best. In that little church, there were kids leaders who would rock up every single week to be a blessing to the house of God. In that little church, there were cleaners, volunteer cleaners, who would rock up every single week to make sure that the house of God looked amazing for people. And on the 25th of June, 1988, I went to that little church. And in that little church, I went in and I sat up the back and it was a youth night. And sitting up the back, I I knew God was drawing me to himself. The preacher of all people happened to be a man by the name of Stephen Fogarty. And as he preached, I can't remember his sermon. I'm sure it was good. (laughs) But at the end of his message, he gave a salvation call. And I remember as a a 14-year-old kid sitting right up the back in a little church. In fact, it was a little youth group of about 30 young people. And there I was sitting up the back and God was speaking to me. And God was calling me to himself in something that we would say is little. But how many of you know that God uses little if we are willing to keep being faithful to him? And as that salvation call came, I kept my hand down and I didn't want to give my heart to God. And then Steve Fogarty pulled out the classic 1980s Pentecostal salvation call. If you were to walk out of this building and a drunk driver came down the road and the drunk driver went on the other side and knocked you over, where would you go? And I thought to myself, I don't think I'm going to go to heaven. (laughs) And as a 14-year-old, boom, my hand went up in that little church. And in that little church, I had an experience with God that night. I found Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. It happened to me on my mum's birthday, the 25th of June, 1988. I gave my heart to Jesus in that church called Girawin Assemblies of God in Perth, Western Australia. Would that little church have ever known that a 14-year-old boy would be standing all these years later in this church preaching? Would they have ever thought about the plan and the purposes of God, of what God could have done, but little people were faithful with their little? And tonight, I want to bring dignity to your little. I want to bring dignity to what you may think is ordinary, Because in fact, it's not ordinary when we actually place it in the hands of God. It might be five loaves and two fish to you. But in the hands of God, it's supernatural. It's powerful. It can change people's lives. It may seem like a little cell group or life group or whatever we call them these days. It may seem little to you. But in God's eyes, something amazing is happening. Something is changing. 
Something is moving. It may seem like a little song. It may seem like a little kids' ministry. It may seem like just a little. But in the hands of God, something amazing is happening if we keep going with our little. So, number one, God makes much of little. We live in a time in church life where unless it's big, unless it's spectacular, then it's not God. (laughs) Well, I want you to know, yes, do I love big? Do I love spectacular? I always will. But I want to bring dignity to people's little tonight. God makes much of little, a little water, a little bread, a little cake. And God did something amazing with that little. Number two, God can do a lot with a little. How many of you know that to be true? God can do a lot with a little. Now watch this. The woman's assets, as in the widow, her assets were few. But Elijah's assets were great, for God Almighty had promised that he would take care of that widow and her son. And watch this. Her simple act of faith released a miracle. You know, I remember when my wife and I, uh, Alison, when we were about to get married and, and uh, two weeks prior to, or three weeks prior to getting married, we had this guest speaker come and, and, um, and, uh, and I'm just very careful when I talk about this, but, but um, for us personally at that time, we just felt challenged that God was calling us to give. Now, the problem is, I was a youth pastor at that time. Allison was at university. And back then, youth, youth pastors earned about $3.06 an hour. Rick, you know what I'm talking about. We didn't have much. We just had a little. But we were faithful. And we kept trusting God. We kept moving forward. My car was falling apart, <laughs> but we just held on to, 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 to what God was calling us to. And I remember in that meeting, the Holy Spirit said, take of what you have and some of it, and I want you to sow it. Now, you need to know that the problem is, is that I just had saved enough to have a reasonably okay honeymoon And how many of you know that if I was to give that money, I wouldn't have money for my honeymoon. And having a honeymoon at your in-law's house is not very cool in Jesus' name. And all of God's people said, Amen. (laughs) But we gave our little. We were faithful with our little. Five loaves, two fish in the hands of God. But in the hands of God, that little acts as a simple act of faith to release a miracle. I was stressed out because it was just a couple of weeks before my wedding. And I kind of, you know, want to, you know, have a, have a good wedding and, and a good honeymoon. But in the hands of God, he takes the little and he multiplies it. There was a man who was invited to the wedding that I'd never met before. His name was Mr. Walsh. Mr. Walsh is very cool. Mr. Walsh owned a whole bunch of Woolworths stores in the south of Western Australia and a whole bunch of cattle. 
Mr. Walsh was invited to the wedding because he uh, was the first person to ever employ my mother-in-law at the age of 16 in one of his stores. So my mother-in-law wanted to honor him by inviting him to my wedding, even though I had never met Mr. Walsh. (laughs) So a week prior to the wedding, um, she's talking to Mr. Walsh, giving him the information. He owns lots of farm, lots of cattle down in the south of Western Australia. And he asks my mother-in-law, her name is Joan, Joan, where is Brad and Alison going for their honeymoon? Well, they're looking to go down south of WA, you know, Margaret River, all those nice places. And he says to them, so where are they staying? Oh, they're still trying to work it out at the moment. And he says, Joan, I own resorts down in Western Australia. Would Brad and Alison like to stay in some of my resorts? So Brad, the 22-year-old youth pastor at the time, calls Mr. Walsh. And Mr. Walsh says, how long is your honeymoon for? I said about seven years, right? (laughs) And Mr. Walsh, he gave to us these different rooms and resorts, all free of charge because we were faithful with our little. Your little matters. Great churches can never be built without your little. What you think is little, in fact, in the hands of God, is incredible. It may seem like a little to you, but from God's perspective, it's truly divine. It's truly amazing. It's truly awesome. And Elijah could not have done what God had called him to do if there was not an ordinary widow who was faithful with her little. This church cannot be what God has called it to be without your little. Unless you're faithful with your little, your little contribution, what you may think is little prayers, a little invitation, a a little involvement, all those littles add up and God will use those littles to advance His purposes through this amazing church. But this is the incredible thing about God. Not only did God use it to advance Elijah's ministry, but her own personal needs were met. Why? Because she was faithful with her little. Number three, God reveals his heart through the little. Uh, What about the big gifts tonight? What about the things that are spectacular and amazing? Well, I'm all for it, and I love the big, and I love the spectacular. But tonight, I just want to bring it down a little bit to the ordinary mums and dads, to the ordinary grandparents, to the ordinary teenagers who don't see themselves as these amazing people, but yet they just have a heart for God. And God reveals His heart. Through the little. We make mistakes. We keep going forward. We try our best. We may not end up on the six o'clock news preaching the latest and greatest sermon. We may never find ourselves on Daystar or on some Christian television program. But God knows and God sees 
and God sees your heart and God sees your faithfulness and you just never know whose life is going to be changed because of your little. That church that I showed you on the screen, that where I gave my heart to God in and, and, uh, and then eventually God had a plan. I lived in Adelaide for 13 years. Adelaide's a good city, by the way. <laughs> it's not a big country town. Well, kind of is, but it's cool. <laughs> and then eventually, by the grace of God, God brings us over to Sydney. And with those people in that church, which I have to say was mainly made up of elderly people, I was one of the youngest people in that church when I first went there, would they have ever thought that that ordinary kid... And this is not about me tonight, but really me just sharing my heart, my experience, my little, and what God has done. Would they have ever thought that years and years later, that that kid who gave his heart to God that night, and the following week, uh, Steve Fogarty baptized me in water, because it happened to be baptismal service the following Sunday, so why not get baptized straight away? (laughs) I got baptized the following Sunday. Would they have thought all those years later that that 14-year-old kid would be pastoring a church in Sydney called Horizon Church? But you never know who's sitting in this room tonight. You never know what the teenagers are going to become. You never know what champions there are in that kids' ministry right now and what God is actually shaping and doing in their hearts because we are faithful to our little. When we came in to that church, the church um, was started by Pastor Norm Armstrong, and uh, I'll, I'll get the musos and singers to come if we can, please. And it started, do you know how it started? Little. Amazing. <laughs> it started with about four or five people who gathered together in a local community hall because they believed that God was calling them. And we've got video of Pastor Norm Armstrong saying the Lord had put it on his heart that there would be a Pentecostal witness in the Sutherland Shire. (laughs) Just little. Wasn't big. It was little. Well, the church grew. Church expanded. God's been kind. You hit a couple of speed bumps along along the way, a few roundabouts. But in the end, God proves himself to be faithful. Who knows what I'm talking about, right? And little by little, by little, by little. And this is how amazing God is. Well, last year, in fact, it was, uh, gee, time flies. This year, (laughs) the church celebrated its 70th birthday. So we had all these big celebrations and so on. And this is how amazing God is. Well, on the day that we were celebrating the church's seventh, because we had planned it ahead, you know, wanted to make it a big deal, we invited Pastor Andrew Evans to come and preach as one of the generals, you know, in our movement. He was booked in. He was coming. Big 70th celebration. And the government goes and calls a federal election, and it so happens to be the day before our church's 70th birthday. But God had a plan. Well, the day plays out, 
And then, of course, uh, some of you would know, there is a man in our church who was standing to be the Prime Minister, and he gets elected to be the Prime Minister. And then the next day, he comes to church, and about 25 media personalities standing outside of church as well. And it so happens to be the church's 70th birthday. And Pastor Andrew Evans, he preaches, and it was just a, 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 an amazing, tearful, beautiful morning in the presence of our God. And I remember standing there in the worship and just considering and contemplating everything that kind of had happened in the last 24 hours. And my heart went out to all the people all those years ago who just gave a little. Little by little by little by little. And 70 years later, yeah, come on, let's give it up for God tonight. God raised up someone who would now lead our nation as a Christian prime minister. Isn't that incredible? Little by little. Can I bring dignity to your little tonight? Can I bring dignity to what you may think doesn't seem amazing or spectacular? But in the hands of God, your little really matters to Him. Come on, can we just stand up tonight just for a moment? Can we just lift up our hands? Can we just begin to worship God and just begin to praise Him and honor Him and worship Him tonight? And just acknowledge tonight, He's, he's so awesome. He's so amazing. He's so incredible. He, he, he is so full of ability to be able to take our little, our five loaves, our two fish, and multiply it. In Jesus' mighty name. And multiply it in the name of Jesus. Can I, if you are um, someone who is actively involved in leadership in the church tonight, can I just see your hand? Just you're on roster and you lead. And you lead. So Lord, I just declare tonight over these people. Yeah, could you guys come down the front just for a moment? Come right down the front. So Holy Spirit, I just declare... In the name of Jesus, here we go, here we go, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, a refreshing. There we go, little by little by little, come on, God's raising it up, little by little, in the name of Jesus, expansion, little by little by little, in Jesus' name, increase little by little, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I just got a word just for this uh, couple uh, just here. Sir, you got the, the uh, you look like you're dressed up for the occasion. I love it. It's so good. Uh, you know, I, I just feel to uh, just really honor your faithfulness first and foremost. I just feel the Holy Spirit saying he's seen your faithfulness. He's seen your commitment. Even when others have given up, you chose to remain faithful. You chose to remain steady. There were those who went in different directions and spun out for whatever reason, but you kept your eyes upon Jesus. You kept a pure spirit, and you came out of it not with even the smell of smoke on your clothes. Clean in heart, beautiful in heart. And I just feel the Holy Spirit saying to you tonight, there is a special reward that's coming in your direction. 
there is something that has caught the attention of God because of your faithfulness. There's faithfulness all over you. Faithfulness in Jesus' name. And I just feel the Spirit of God saying, get ready for a God-inspired surprise that's coming in your direction. I just see something of the blessing of God, and, and, and it's going to just come. It's going to be like, whoa, where did this, like sudden, where did that come from? And I want you to remember this word, because God is faithful and true to His promises. And so, Lord, I just thank you for faithful people. I thank you, Lord, for increase. I thank you for multiplication. I thank you for blessing upon blessing upon blessing in Jesus' mighty name. So good, so good, so good. Awesome, awesome. Are you guys a couple as well? You just got, you got to make sure, you know, you don't want to all of a sudden just marry people off in church without going through the proper processes. So, uh, awesome. What's your name, sorry? Claire, and everyone, this is Claire, and this is Marcus, all right? Marcus is very cool. He's just like relaxed, dressed for church. He's, he's like, he's got it going. Awesome. So good. Guys, just lift your hands towards God if you can. That'd be awesome. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just see that you've been uh, a, a pillar of strength in the house, You've been people who've just stood the test. Here we go. The test of time. You've stood the test of time. And, you know, one of the tests that we go through in the purposes of God is the test of time. Moses was out in the wilderness uh, just serving faithfully, little by little by little. People had even forgotten his name. For 40 years, he was in that wilderness. But then one day, there was a burning bush experience, something of God, something of the supernatural. And I just feel to prophesy over you, Marcus and Claire, that, that you, this, this burning bush, this, I see this elevation in the things of God. I see this elevation, there you go, in the purposes of God. I see an increase in the things of God. God is increasing you right now. There you go. Right now, He's increasing you. Right now, He's expanding you. Right now, He's enlarging your borders. It's not tomorrow. It's happening right now in Jesus' name. So do not delay any longer. But right now, in the name of Jesus, so we release that, we speak it, and we declare it. In Jesus' awesome name, amen, amen. Awesome. This lady here, what's your name? Pardon me? Everyone, this is Anne. How are you, Anne? Where? You're worshipping in, where's your husband? Mr. Ducati. All right, awesome. What was your name, sir? Darren and Anne. Anne with an E? Darren with an E? There you go, see? Match made in heaven. So good. Guys, lift your hands towards God. You know, I, uh, I just see that over the both of you that there's such a, there, there, there is a pastoral dynamic to who you are. A, a, a pastoral dynamic in the sense of people uh, feeling uh, safe around you. People feeling as though they are able to connect with you. Yeah, you, you're in this church because you have been strategically positioned by God. I, I see you uh, being such a huge support 
I don't say this slightly. I'm very careful when I say this, but I see you being a strategic support to your senior pastors. There's something about you that God is saying you are a strategic support to your senior pastors. And I just see you uh, like, in, uh, 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 like you're, you're standing there alongside of them. You're, you're taking arrows. You're encouraging. Uh, you're tapping them on the back and you're saying, great job, guys. Great job. That's the best sermon I've ever heard. And I just see you being an encouragement, a breath of encouragement. And I just feel the Lord saying, don't underestimate how significant that is. Don't underestimate that Aaron and her process of holding up their arms and being a pillar, being a strength. Don't you, will eternity, here we go, eternity will reveal to you one day how significant that is. Because there are people who've been saved. There are people whose lives have been changed. There have been people who are added to the kingdom of God because of, there's a, there it is, there's a Barnabas. It's like a Barnabas, a, an encouraging spirit that's on you. And so, Lord, I just speak that in the name of Jesus. I just pray in the name of Jesus just over your health. I speak over your health right now, blessing over your health in the name of Jesus. Blessing upon blessing in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. So good. I've got a word for, are we doing okay for time? Where's the boss? There's the, are we okay, Mr. Boss? Thank you, Pastor Rick. I've got a word for the musos and singers. So I know obviously not all of them are on stage tonight. But for you guys, I see um, the Holy Spirit stirring me about uh, the depths of worship in this church. This is a worshiping church. Who's the, who's the worship pastor? So, which one? You guys are. Wow. I, I see such a depth of worship on this church. Worship. There's something about this church in the area of worship. I see worship is going to be one of the hallmarks of this church. Something of the depths of God as, as people worship. They're going to encounter his presence. So I see that what's going to happen. Yeah, there you go. In Jesus' name, I see that um, as there's worship taking place, and I just feel God saying, don't be afraid of the generational shift that's happening right now. A generational shift is happening, and I see worship expanding and growing and going deeper and deeper and deeper. I see this incredible depth of worship coming out of this house. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. So good, so good. And what's your name? Pardon? Demora. But everyone calls you Demi. There you go. So she says Demi first. Then she says Demora. I'm getting confused. Is it Demi? Is it Demora? But then it all made sense. There you go. So now, Demi, are you married? You're not married? But it's like you're in shock. Because if you were married, I was just, it's not, the prophecy is not about the marriage. The prophecy is about, I was going to ask if you were married for your husband to come and stand with you. So, all right. And your answer is not no. Your answer is not yet. <laughs> we're just messing around here. I don't take this bit as serious. Now we'll get serious, okay? <laughs> um, Demi, you need to know that 
you're in this church, not by chance, not by accident. This, this hasn't all happened because of happenstance. Didn't, didn't work out because that's the way that the dates all landed and here you find yourself. You are in this church because of the strategic purposes of God for your life. I see your roots going deeper. I see your roots going down so deep in what God and your, your, the, the DNA of this house is your DNA. There you go, in Jesus' name. And Demi, I just see God causing you to flourish in this church. I see the things that have tried to pull you down and hurt you and hold you back. They are going to seem so insignificant. They are going to seem like nothing compared to what God is going to raise up through you and in you. And I see that, I see as you, as you flourish in this house, that this house will refer to Demi as someone who was a picture and a story of the grace and the kindness of God in this house. And I, Demi, I want you to know that God has his hand on you. God's protecting you. He's watching, he's surrounding you. And I just see his grace all over your life. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You obviously love, Demi, because you got the most amens out of everybody. All right? So everyone's like, Demi's cool, Demi's cool. All right, awesome. And this little girl here, what's your name? You got the Lion King on, all right? Is that Simba or whatever those things are called these days? Yeah, there you go. That movie's like, I forgot. So what's your name? Michaela. You want to spell it for me? All right, everybody, this is Michaela. Let's give it up for Michaela. You're a good speller, Michaela. That's amazing. I love it. All right. Michaela, I've got a word from God for you, okay? So, Michaela, I just see that uh, you need to know that, firstly, God's hand is upon your life. And I see, Michaela, that God is, uh, yeah, there you go. I see you being a huge influence amongst all of your friends. I see so many of your friends are going to follow you. So many of your friends are going to be like, oh, Michaela's awesome, Okay. And that's because, Michaela, because the gift of God is upon your life, all right? And we've all got awesome personalities and all of that, and that's great. But it's more than that. It's because the gift of God is upon your life. And I see God raising you up, Michaela. I see God just doing something phenomenal and amazing with your life. Uh, I see that uh, God um, God has gifted you in a way that, and, and I just feel to break this in Jesus' name, where there's been uh, things from the enemy that have tried to squash and hurt the purposes of God. I break it tonight in Jesus' mighty name. And I declare that you are a winner. I declare you are an overcomer, that you have authority, you have anointing. And you, there you go. You've been called by God. So we bless you tonight, Michaela, in Jesus' awesome name. Amen. Yeah, Michaela's so good. Cool. Can we go one more, please, Pastor Rick? Is there one last one? And your name is, sir? David. David, who ran that way. It was, it was like, that, was, that was heaps funny. Uh, David, are you married? Or oh, Can you guys stand together? Is that cool? That'd be awesome.
I hope you don't mind me going over time. Is that all right? I apologize. So, all right. So, David and Samantha, ah, awesome to meet you guys. You know, Pastor Rick, I just see that uh, God is raising up strong couples. This area needs strong couples. This is not happening by accident or by chance. God's raising up strong couples. And I just want to prophesy that over you. God's going to raise you up to be a strong couple. And so I I just speak it over you, a strong couple in the name of Jesus. You know, um, the enemy is after our agreement in marriage. So you can be in one place, but people may not necessarily be in one accord. You're in one place, but God's going to, in your heart, this, this depth of being in one accord. Because when you're in one place and in one accord, it says, Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And I see you, one place, one accord, in the name of Jesus. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. So Lord, I just thank you for the call of God and the gift of God upon their lives over David and Samantha. I thank you, Lord, for your touch. I thank you, Father, for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon them. I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, that, Lord, as you bring us together in unity, you said there you would command a blessing. So the blessing of God, the blessing of God over your home, the blessing of God over your finances, yeah, the blessing of God over your mind, the blessing of God over your emotions, the blessing of God. I just see you undercovering. Yeah, there you go, undercovering. And blessing is falling upon you. The rain of blessing is falling upon you in Jesus' mighty name. So, Lord, I thank you for this amazing couple. Pray you would strengthen, encourage. Thank you, Lord, that you would use their marriage to be a great example to the body of Christ and to the community. I speak it and declare it. Yeah, there you go. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. God bless you guys. Thank you.